0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Candor Podcast. Juliette Gonzalez is our guest today. She's a registered dietitian and barbell coach at the Strength Co. Gym in Orange County, California. I first, um, well, I've been following Juliette for a long time, and then she released the uh, article that's titled What Women Need to Know About Barbell Training back in September of 2020. It's a great article, um, easy to read. It's kind of like her own story into barbell training. And I feel like a lot of people can connect with that, especially those who are kind of intimidated by it. So uh, I wanted to have her on to share her own story, maybe talk a little bit more about what got her into it and what she's up to now. So Juliette, thanks for being on. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. It's it's been a long process to kind of lead up.
1: I know life gets in the way, but I'm glad we're here.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. So Juliet, for people who don't know you, who don't know who you are and what you do, share your story a little bit and then kind of go from there.
1: Sure. Yes. So I've been, oh, let me see. So I've been lifting under the bar consistently for like the past seven years. Prior to that, I, I did work in the fitness business and, and, uh, I was exposed to a lot of the bodybuilding cardio. So that was, I mean, I feel like most of us, we all start there before yep. we get into like the the strength training world. And uh, yeah. And, and so then I actually met Robert Santana, who's a starting strength coach, and he's actually the one that opened that, that door for me about starting strength. I had no no idea. All I knew was that when I would see people lift at the gym, squatting, deadlifting, benching, I always thought that was really cool, but extremely intimidating. And so I would avoid it at all costs until, uh, until I met him. And at that time he was coaching uh, to become a starting strength coach. And I was his most consistent lifter. I, uh, I trained under him for a very long time. I learned how to squat, bench, deadlift, press, all like the the compound movements. And consistently I've been lifting ever since. So that's more of like my behind the scenes story about strength training.
0: So when what as so you said you kind of you know, the bodybuilding aspect, which like you yeah. said, people open up the muscle magazines and this is what you do. I want to look like that. I want to feel this way. This is what I do. What when you met, how did you meet Robert? And what was that conversation like? Was it like, hey, you need to stop doing this kind of stuff and like come? come train this way or, or how did no, that go? I, I
1: <laughs> yeah. So actually I was working at 24 hour fitness Okay. and I wasn't a trainer, but I, I, I did work, uh, in like sales as a sales representative. So I was in, in that culture of just being around trainers and working out. And, and Robert was, a was actually, um, um, a member there and that's how I met him. And also at the time I was in college to become a registered dietitian. So I was in, in that, uh, in that point of my life. And Robert was already a dietitian. So that's how the conversation started. And I knew around that time, I was extremely frustrated with like my goals. And I think Mm. like most women, uh, the goal is to, you want to, I want to lose weight. I want to look thin. I want to look good. I want to be toned like that. That's always the, the most common Sure. Uh, goals that most women have. And I used to at the open up magazines, especially like fitness magazines, all these like women that I looked up to that were in the fitness world. And I thought, okay, if I do these specific workouts, then I'm going to look like. Her.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately I was, uh, I was uh quite disappointed at the fact that I, I would follow this program and I still didn't look like them. So and at that time, I didn't know much about. I, yes, I was a student uh, learning about nutrition, but not to the degree where I knew how how to go about it with my training and nutrition. So, when I met Robert, I, I told him like how frustrated I was about my goals, and he told me, "Why don't we just? Why don't I coach you how to lift the compound movements?" Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh, well, what is that? He's like, Oh, you know, like the squat, the deadlift, the press, bench press, uh, some Olympic lifting in there. And I said, That's super cool. I would love to do that. And you're like, what about
0: bicep curls? I, what about the abs?
1: <laughs> you know, and and that's the funny thing because when I did start the programs, so that's where I started uh, linear progression through the starting strength, the uh, mm-hmm. um, novice linear progression. I was a little bit frustrated for the first month because I, you're so used to that constant movement, the time yeah. under tension, the sweating, and yeah. none of that was happening on linear progression when you're starting with fairly low weights to get the form down. So.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, at mm-hmm. first, those first the first few weeks, um, or maybe a couple of months for for some people, it might be a little frustrating because you don't, you know, you're not necessarily walking out, breaking out, in, you know, a, a sweat, panting yeah. all the, you know, the entire time. But once the low starts to creep up, you know, then you, you get some panting involved. Um, so let, let's talk about this a little bit more in mm-hmm. depth. So you 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 got to that point. He introduced you to it. Did you have any? You said you, you you're a little frustrated, but did you have reservations? Did you want to go back and start your other program? Did you say, hey, you know what, this was all fun, but it's just not for me? Or would, or once you started to, you know, see or I guess understand the process more, was it like, oh, I understand why this is maybe a little bit more. Um, you know, up my alley or a little more feasible for me. This is going to help me with mm-hmm. these certain goals. Did you feel like you had to give up on certain goals? What was that process like?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, now that I think about it, I, I think in the beginning there were, I think the first or second week of of starting linear progression, I thought to myself, oh, wow, this is so different. I, I mean, I don't even feel like I'm putting in the work. That's, that's what I thought. And but at the same time, I realized this, this is a process. Yeah. I actually lean more trusting the process versus having that anxious feel. Oh, I, I do some burn or to feel like I I worked out. Right. And so that was when I realized I need to, I need to trust the process. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I think, and for people, you know, we're saying a linear progression a lot. Um, and that's, and it's relatively new term to this podcast, but it's just the simple process of coming in sure. three days a week, adding small, adding weight to the bar and then, and then keeping moving. So, um, so anyway, that, that's what that process yes. is like. So it takes a long time, um, for, for, if you're not used to it, it may feel like, why are we only adding five pounds to the side? Why are we only doing three sets of five? Like what, why is this all, you know, what, why is it so You know, regimented? How come I'm not doing 10 sets? of 15 to 20 reps. So that's, that's what we're talking about when we say that. Um, all right. So now, now you've, you've been doing this for a very long time now. Um, all of all this process yeah. that, that you're learning, you're, you're at the strength co let's talk about specifically for women and strength strength training. Now, why should women not be intimidated and maybe how can they get over that intimidation?
1: Yeah. Well, the first question is, why are they intimidated, right? Mm-hmm. So why do women get intimidated by, by lifting? And I think the most common one is fearful of, of quote unquote, gaining weight or gaining too much muscle mass. Sure. Uh, there's there's that fear or, or the other fear too is your body starting to ask for more food, right? Because when you are lifting, especially in the beginning, when you're lifting, you're going through that stress recovery and adaptation and your body's asking for more food, for more nutrition. And at times, women can take that as, Oh, I'm hungry and I shouldn't be eating too much. Therefore it's the fear, the fear of waking. And so I think the best way to go about it is again, like I said earlier, trusting the process by going in and realizing what is the purpose of this? The purpose is to find the beauty and strength versus focusing on on the 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 outside part of fitness right where it's focusing more on your body on the aesthetics although it does all come hand in hand oh yeah and it develops along the way but going in with the intention of i'm going in to learn something new to be stronger to be able to do things outside of the gym that are valuable
0: yeah that that's you hit it on the head i think um, and i've i've you know talked about this a lot on, on many podcasts many episodes but the, the value of strength training is is so much more than the physical. The physical just happens to be the great side effect of putting in hard work mm-hmm. and effort. And it takes a yeah. long time. And to cycle back to, like you know, a woman looking at these photos. Guys do the same thing. I did the same thing. High school and college. I'm looking mm-hmm. at these guys and airbrushed covers. You know, they're they're probably first of all they're getting paid to do it. Right, they don't really yeah. look that good, and yeah. that's probably and and they don't say anything about nutrition in there. It's just you know mm-hmm. here's the here's the exercise and this is what we're gonna do, and you get these expectations. But then when you realize it's so much more go into it. Not that those guys aren't you know healthy. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Some some mm-hmm. of them have a have an eating disorder, and we can that's a whole yeah. other topic. That's um, you know body dysmorphia is a real thing, and it starts right mm-hmm. there, and it affects a lot of different people. And when you you boil it down learning to push through and do hard work um, with very simple exercises that translates to everything that you do on the outside of the gym. And that's, I think is, you know, you, you, hit it on the head. A lot, a lot of different people are, you know, getting into strength training, different ages, different backgrounds, you know, different, um, coming from different philosophies, maybe they have different activities on the outside that they're getting into cycling, you know, other kind of exercise. Mm-hmm. i like to run things like that. What other considerations, for women um would you have going into strength training like what are some of the things that you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started Mm -hmm. like trusting the the process is big but like what does that entail
1: yeah i well one i think the nutrition i think that's Mm -hmm. a big one uh I think at times I remember in the past, even just in my own experience, I used to think I had to eat a specific kind of way, or I had to be on a very specific diet to be able to go through the process of, of lifting and doing all of that stuff. And now I realize, yes, nutrition is important, but finding consistency in lifting creating consistency is number one. So, you know, if you're, if you're in this process of lifting three times a week, you're coming in, you're putting in the work and that should be number one. And then number two, considering the nutrition. So for example, protein, protein is going to be number one. I, I, I even tell some of the female lifters now because they do ask me, oh, so can I Can I, can I lose weight while I'm on this strength training program? I want to lose weight or I want to lose five, 10 pounds. And so I always tell them, those are all great goals. And those are definitely things that you can achieve, but putting in the work first and then start incorporating and learning more about what are like the appropriate foods to start eating to continue to help with the lifting as well.
0: Got it. Yep. The consistency part is hard and the harder the workouts become, the more intimidating it might Mm -hmm. feel. Um, I honestly, like I haven't found a way, even for myself sometimes it's, it's when you tell people like, look, you just got to get up and do it. You just got to show up and you just have to go. There's no magic. There's, there's no amount of pre-workout you can take. There's no, there's nothing that, you know, that, that you're going to be able to tell yourself, Maybe somebody has something out there, maybe there's a mantra somebody uses, but like for, for me, like I know my Friday workouts coming up tomorrow and I'm not pumped for it. Like I don't <laughs> always get excited for, for workouts, yeah. you know, especially like on a Monday, oh, like it, yeah. it's a, it's a Monday, it's going to be a heavy squat day, heavy, some heavy presses, Deadlifts are going to be brutal on Tuesday. You know, those things aren't always fun. So defining your goal, like you yeah. said, you know, being you know, opening up and understanding what mm-hmm. you're doing it. Planning for it, making sure mm-hmm. that it gets done. You got a specified time, being consistent with it. Like if you have if you have a time every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday that you know you can plug it in, plug it in and just show up every single time at that time. Make it like it's yeah. um, make it like it's a job. If you want the real benefits from it, should there be some flexibility, mm-hmm. like it should, should it take priority over, you know, seeing family and friends they haven't seen in a while? No, I, I don't personally think so. But no, I
1: agree. Yeah. But
0: if you're but if you're serious, you, you want to do it long term, you know, make it something that is going to be that you're going to have to you, you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, OK, good. Let's. Um, for, from from there, so you're, you know, you're building consistency. What's it like for for women when they come to you when they're first getting started? What's that like? How do they how do they get a hold of you? What's the whole setup process like working with a strength coach?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so at the gym, so I, 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 I work at the strength co and yes, we do get women all the time that come in and uh, I've had quite a few that I've worked with on introductions. So the intros are, they come in, I build that rapport with them along with uh, another fellow starting strength coach. At our gym and we just walk them through the process, like what is strength training and how we teach things and the process and and coming in three times a week. And then we go through the teaching progression. So that's where mm-hmm. we teach them how to squat, how to bench, press, deadlifts, all, all of the lifts. And um, and also one thing that I, I I try to do is build the relationship from the beginning because I know it can be extremely intimidating. Yeah as a female, it, it, it's, it's intimidating to walk in and see all these barbells and squat racks and you're like, what is going on here? Like, this is so different from like a regular commercial gym where, where all the, the other machines. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so it's, it, and also uh, it can be intimidating when you don't know the coach, and the coach is 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 walking you through the process. So that I get all of that. I, I I think trying to to create that build that rapport, having fun from the beginning, so that that they don't feel as intimidated, and also giving them reassurance that this stuff takes time. Yeah. It, 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 I we always talk about how barbell training isn't intuitive. You don't just go under the bar and start squatting perfectly. It takes a lot of that proprioceptive awareness and, and, and being able to listen to your coach as you're doing the move. And it is to take in, but also it's great because once they leave, they realize, Oh, this is important and more. And I would say it, they start realizing the importance of strength training as they come in more. For example, I I've coached women in their, past their 60s and they couldn't even lift a 45 pound bar. You would have to start from a very, very low weight. And I think one of the most great things is to watch them go from using a 15 pound bar or even less just squatting to a box. And then over, let's say three months, they're able to pick up a 45 pound bar and place it on the J hooks. I I, I think that those are the things that are important in the process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I had a woman tell me the other day, um, she's 80 years old. She was my first client when I moved to Cincinnati. So we've been training for going on 11 years. And um, she loves telling me when she goes to stores and she, uh, someone will ask her, ma'am, do you need help out to your car with that? she's like, no, thank you. (laughs) Like that's her, that is her, that's her ultimate, like, uh, her strength, her strength, (laughs) her strength flex. (laughs) Yeah. No, she came in the other day and she's like, yeah, I went, I went and got like soil for, for my garden. She's like, I picked up every bag and moved them into the, So like, every time you come in, you realize how, how beneficial this stuff is and how much it translates. And, you know, yes, yes, it helps if you, you know, you're, um, we talk about like injuries and stuff like that. There's a there's a lot of other things that go into it. And and like I was telling you earlier mm-hmm. today, you know, I had somebody today who came in with a with an injury and his first in- inclination was kind of like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do 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 this today. And it's just you got to kind of work around that. And I, I'm assuming when people come to you because I'm in a different setting than you are. You know, I have there's a lot of different equipment. We have up two squat racks versus you probably have you know 10 or 20. I don't know. But um, yeah. when people come in, they're probably like, well, how are we going to work around this injury that I have? Or what are, What else are we going to do? Cause I don't see a leg extension or a leg press or, or something like that. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I've, I've, uh, there've been a couple, um, cases like that where they come in. Oh, I don't, I don't see other equipment. How's that going to work? And so that's where, that's where the, the skill of the coach comes in and the experience right. and, and working through whatever injuries they may have uh that's that's also to where you have to become a little bit more creative with finding ways to help them get strong mm-hmm. through even when they do have an injury or they might have some other issue
0: yeah yep so let's um how so how many clients are you i didn't even ask like, how many how many people are you working with right now at the strength Co? yeah
1: so i i run groups so okay. the, all of us run groups uh so usually as of right now, like the member it's picking up, it's great. So oh, I, I have awesome. full classes. I'm coaching like seven people, sometimes awesome. eight, uh, the classes run for an hour and a half roughly. Uh, okay. so it's, so every, while everyone's putting in their timer and resting, I'm coaching other people. I'm looking at their work sets, their last warm up.
0: Yeah. So what's your, so what's the, so businesses, uh, you guys have not been open the entire time. Like I, I think, um, you guys have talked about. I mean, I've heard a lot of podcasts about what you guys did to, like, during the during the shutdown to, like, keep people yeah. keep people going. That was pretty impressive. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So when when this COVID, when everything started, yeah, we we closed everything down. But we Grant and the rest of the the, the coaches they all took their all of the equipment and and built it into people's home gyms and um, cool. and then for the rest of of us we were actually uh coaching online so those that already had gyms in their home gyms in their garage or the ones that we lended we would coach them so that they would still make sure that they're getting that they're getting lower lifts in so that we were always try to find ways to work around that so that they're not uh the, the the main goal was that they do not stop that they keep going and not so, only just because of the consistency. Cause I know I've talked about that a lot, but really like the mental health aspect, like being able to, to do yep. something, uh, especially during the, the time that we've all struggled with of, of mm-hmm. not being able to, to go to a gym and release some of that stress or right whatever else is going on in your life.
0: Nice. Yeah. So how, about how many members are you guys working with then? Like overall, you think?
1: Oof. I'm you know, total not, membership? that's actually a good question. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, you don't, I don't have a number top right. of the head. Yeah. But we do work with a that's lot okay. of, a lot of clients or members that have been with us for a long time have, have never stopped lifting. So, which is good.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. We're, we've been, um, open for i guess going march it'll be march april may so it'll mm-hmm. be almost coming up on a year in um, mays when we reopened and i think most of us are back at capacity finally That's and there's new great. and there's people new people coming in i just had one person walk in the door yesterday which is off the street for a studio is very um you know it's very irregular and then someone you know called my called myself looking for training so You know, I was kind of, I was hopeful going back into this thing that it it would be like that. Even people who weren't comfortable coming back yet. Okay, fine. I never really worried about business just completely stopping. Like the industry is the industry I feel like is people, people want the connection, you know, people who are, people who Mm -hmm. are looking for that are going to see the value in it. And there's always people out there looking for, for help, you know, getting stronger and staying healthy. So it, it just wasn't, Thank you. It wasn't, it wasn't a concern, but what you guys did, we didn't have the opportunity to do that here. Cause like, we've got you know, a mm. lot of like, um, Nautilus equipment. Also, you can't rent out a right. lap pull down.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, Julia, this has been great. I, I think, um, I'm going to post this, uh, sure. Your link to the, uh, the article that what women need to know about barbell training. And if people have mm-hmm. more questions, comments, concerns, where's the best place to get a hold of you and find out more about maybe the strength cone, what you guys are up to.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you can reach out yeah through the strength co or through my email. I, so I have, I have the strength co as, as a coach, but then also I do nutrition coaching through, through weights and plates. Okay. Uh, so I can give you, send you the email.
0: Yeah. Shoot so all that to me. me. Yep. I'll, I'll post all that stuff. And are you mm-hmm. on um, Instagram and all that? What's your, what's yes, your yes. Handles? Yes. Yeah. I'm on in,
1: on Instagram. So I'm always posting, lifting videos and trying to keep it fun.
0: <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, This has been great. I, I hope people do get a hold of you, especially women who are maybe frustrated with where they are now. They're, in, if they're intimidated by my barbell training, they're looking to, they really do want to make a change and they want something sustainable they can do for the rest of their life. No gimmicks, no tricks. I hope people reach mm-hmm. out to you and find out more. And Juliet, I, I appreciate you coming on today.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.